I'd say get bar. back on mic because you're really off mic, but you're about to eat, so maybe not. You want to have? No. Why not? Because it's got Brazil nuts in it. Yeah, but they're mashed up. Okay. I just I need I can feel myself fading, so like I need some something. Oh. It's half nine. Well, the only thing I have to eat tonight is that porridge. I don't think that's the reason people fade. <laughs> I, I can feel myself going. <sighs> you. See, I'm glad I'm not coming around to yours now to borrow your computer. Because I'd come around to yours, you'd pass out, I'd be trapped there with your dog. Yeah. My arms would go all oh, yeah, bubbly. <laughs> you'd be asleep. So what are we doing? Um, Gone Now by Bleachers. Gone Now by Bleachers. The second album by the American indie pop act, released 2nd of June 2017. Runtime, 40 minutes, 34 seconds. Did you describe it as indie pop? That's how it's described on Wikipedia. That's fair. Indie pop. I'm going to say yes, that is yeah. completely fair. Yeah. So there were certain things about this album that I didn't discover till like halfway through my first listen. Uh-huh. When I decided to look something up. Uh-huh. And went, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, but we'll get to that. Okay, then. Oh, look, I'm going to get a little thing that holds my phone right here. Yeah, yeah connect it to that thing in there. The, yeah. Stick it in the hole. Charts. Yeah. Um, Canada, 92. That's quite poor. Uh, New Zealand, 6. That's good. US Billboard 200, 44. Okay. Not in the top 100 of Scotland or UK. Scotland, get on it. You're showing us I, up. There's nothing on the Wikipedia for it, so I went to the mm-hmm. official charts and things and searched. Um, you can't search for artists, it just, there's the list. Mm. So I actually went through the list for UK and it's not in the top 100. Which I find slightly upsetting. Me too. Um, I'm not, that's it, spoilers for later on. I'm not a huge fan of this album, but it definitely deserves more shit than it got. I, shit, spoilers for later, Yeah. like it quite a lot. That if I had money, it's definitely in a pile <coughs> that if I had unlimited money, I would buy it on uh, buy the vinyl. Yeah. But I don't. But I, I could <laughs> I could tell you were going to like this. Well, by mm-hmm. well, not if you were going to like it, but the text the other day where you're like, yeah, thanks for choosing this. <laughs> I was like, oh god, he likes it. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's very surprising to me. Um, oh now one of the things I've got in on my notes this time mm-hmm. is that I. Had the list of reviews, mm-hmm. but I also went to Metacritic okay. to figure out how they changed the reviews into numbers to make the overall thing. Yeah. So I've got a few examples of that in sort of brackets here of the numbers they give to the things. I'm sure I've already texted out a A to oh, well, F. But just how precise okay. some of this are. I'll, I'll, I'll okay. It's fine. Okay, on you go. I want to know what you've uh, got. So yeah, so review roundup. Review round up too tired to sing it's fair enough uh, you couldn't record it so you could just stick it in yeah but I want it to be different every time oh okay then just uh, like the uh, thing tune that we need for when we talk about Twin Peaks because it seems to be every week though <laughs> well unless well, well the next album we don't need an intro to talk about Twin Peaks I'll just play we're going to be talking about that outro lot. I'll just play it backwards there you go <laughs> um, so the, the AV Club B minus <laughs> Consequence of Sound, C minus. Mm. Entertainment Weekly, A minus. Mm-hmm. Pitchfork, 6.1 out of 10. 6.1 is a slap in the face, Pitchfork. 
NME and All Music, four stars. Uh-huh. Q, three stars. Oh. Sputnik, 2.7 out of 5. Very precise. Pop Matters, an exclaim, 7 out of 10. Uh-huh. Oh, and Rolling Stone, 3.5 stars. So now 3.5 stars mm-hmm. translates to 70. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Because yeah. it would. A minus yeah. is a 91. My best one. So is A 100 or is A plus 100? Can you get A plus? I mean, you can in real life, but yeah. can you in the world of fictitious? You must. Yeah. Um, and C minus mm-hmm. is 42. That's insane. 42. Yeah. Out of 100. C minus is a pass. You can't get a C minus <coughs> if if you got if you got forty two percent on your maths. Do you think you'd walk away with a C minus? Yeah, fucking that's, F is what you get. That's how um, Metacritic changes their review. Metacritic needs to get their shit together. That so, is disgusting. Oh yeah, so um, Metacritic gives it seventy one. I'll put seventy one out of ten, which is a really good review. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so seventy one out of hundred. Um, any decent music, which is also an aggregator, um, mm-hmm. six point two out of ten. Mm. So they're getting different. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting that I was making the numbers. But yeah, forty-two does seem a bit shit concerned. C minus is not that bad. No, I mean, I reckon if you got a C at school in your GCSEs, which you wouldn't get because you weren't in England, mm-hmm. I reckon to get that you had to get eighty percent. Because graded on a curve, right? It's all shit. And then at about 80, it goes 80 to 90 to... You know what I mean? Yeah. They're all there. F is like... If you get under 50, I'd say that's... Because it was in Scotland, it went 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7. Uh-huh. 6 was just missed out. 7 was just like, you might not have bothered showing up. Uh-huh. You can get a U, obviously, in, uh, in GCSE. I can't remember what that is. Maybe that's writing literally nothing. <laughs> Not even able to write your name. Well, I'm sure there was a thing we were taught. I might make. I might be making this up. But I'm sure there was a thing where it was <laughs> if you you shouldn't write your name on your test until the very end because if you've done really badly, don't bother writing your name. <laughs> <laughs> So, why is it actually going to take away like five years of my life or something? I don't understand. <laughs> anyway. Some of my favourite albums, right, rarely get above a three out of five. I've realised this. Mm-hmm. You know, I've definitely mentioned some of them before, like McCloskey Do Dallas, which I absolutely adore. Yeah. And rarely gets above a three out of five. Or let's think of another great album that's a three out of five. Brainwasher by Bear Jr., an album that most people don't even know exists. <laughs> Here's one sitting right here. You know Bear Jr.? Nope. You know Bobby Bear? Nope. I'm pretty sure he wrote the theme to uh, um, the, the orangutan Cl- Cl- uh, Clint Eastwood movie. Oh, Every Which Way But Loose. Thank you. Every which His way you son, can. Bobby Bear Jr., was like a punk countryman. And wrote uh, and had a band called Bear Junior in the nineties before going mm. solo as Bobby Bear Junior. Uh, they sung the song "You Blew Me Off." See, no, no. See, no. That film's like 
I kind of I kind of want to watch again out of nostalgia, mm-hmm. but I'm scared that they're going to be fucking terrible. Of course, they're going to be fucking terrible. They were uh, terrible, but when they even came more in. terrible than I remember. Well, not that I remember them being because I liked them, but bear in mind how much stuff I've looked back on that I liked that was terrible, but I still kind of like it. Uh-huh. What's this one? This is uh, "You Blew Me Off" by Bear Junior. There was a period in the late nineties where that was used on every trailer ever. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I slept through the nineties. Um. Oh, Sea Change by Beck. I don't think that was very appreciated when it came out. I reckon that was a three out of five series. Yeah. Oh. So track what one. What about Run the oh. Jewels? I I don't know if they actually they've always been well loved. To be quite honest, yeah. just people don't. Get on there. <gasps> How about Run the Jewels being used in the new Blank pa- Black Panther trailer? Oh, oh yeah, aye, that's true. That was cool. Uh, yeah, it's a good trailer. trailer. Yeah, it's, a good, <laughs> it's a very good trailer. <laughs> it's much better than the poster. I never saw the poster. Did you not see the thing the person did where uh, they uh, cut out Chadwick Boseman's head, mm. and then behind him just put a green screen? And that was it, because everything on that trailer is fake apart from his face. Yeah. So it's quite, quite terrible. Yeah. Oh. oh, but no, it was a very good trailer, and can I like circus? He, I never realized, right? I've seen him in stuff mm-hmm. when he's not all CGI. Yeah, right. He played Martin Hannett in Twenty Four Hour Party People. Um, and other such movies. It's really fucked up how much he is like Caesar from the Planet of the Apes films. <laughs> when he's laughing and making facial expressions, you go, "I can see him. I can. I can. Yes, uh, it's uh, real fucked up. I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> Your South African accent is either amazing or terrible. I can't tell." I honestly never thought that guy was coming back either. I forgot he was in Age of like, Ultron. Yeah, exactly. Like, again, getting his arm cut off. Yeah. I was like, oh. That was like three years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> Two years ago? I don't know. It was a while ago. <clears throat> anyway. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, we haven't started yet. Well, <laughs> track one, Dream of Mickey Mantle. Dream of Mickey Mantle. Yeah. That's how it went, everyone. Yep. We're not allowed to, for copyright reasons, I play I'm going to cut that out now, or else can yeah. we get a DCM, DMCA from Disney. I don't know why Disney. Maybe they released it through a, 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 a something. I don't know. Like a DreamWorks. I think it's because every time I see Mickey Mantle, I, well, I read Mickey Mantle, and my head it changes to Mickey Mouse. And I actually had to stop myself from saying Mickey Mouse when I was reading out the title. Yeah. don't know why. It's got nothing to do with baseball. Indeed. Yeah. Good drums to start off, though, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Crackling synths, got that eighties uh, like arpeggiator riff well, thing going. There's, there's a lot of this album's very eighties sounding. Well, it's a, it's a couple of tracks in when you go, 
this sounds just like Taylor Swift. And then you Google well, it and go, oh, that's why. Well, I will, I, yeah, track three, in fact, is when I made that discovery. And I was yeah. like, because I was thinking here, going, God, this is reminding me a lot of Ryan Adams. Why is it reminding me of Ryan Adams? And uh-huh. it's, well, because of 1989. And yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> what a strange thing to say. <laughs> it reminds me of Ryan Adams. You know, because it's not Ryan Adams who no, wrote but, it, obviously. But no, but I think it was just it was the way he was saying it was his voice and things. That okay, and that made me look him up, and I was just like, oh wow, look at this. That album's been on sale for so long. I want to buy it on vinyl, but obviously, it's like because mm-hmm. HMV are having that thing where they've made a load of special vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Adams at the minute is like a tenner on vinyl, and you go, it's a bargain. Don't have money for it. It's mm-hmm. a bargain. It was the. Yeah. Limited edition HMV exclusive 45th anniversary edition of uh, Ziggy Stardust Spiders from Mars gold vinyl 14 pounds bargain still would rather eat so I couldn't yeah. buy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing about this song, yes. Um, that's more of a question as well. Referencing your own songs mm-hmm. in one of your songs, yeah, but a song. Is on this album that hasn't, hasn't been played yet. yet. Yeah, dick move. <laughs> I think it was the most ingenious thing I'd ever heard because it started off, and I went, "I really like this intro. It's fucked up." Yeah. And then the song ended, and then that song starts, and you're like, "I'm sorry, what the fuck is happening?" I <laughs> I'd never been happier for a minute. Uh, it's just all I was just going through the lyrics, and I'm just like, "Well, what? That's a, that, that. Why does that seem familiar?" And then looked at the track list, and went, "That's coming up." Mm. Yeah. It's so dare. Uh, well, it's uh, as I, I put a note saying how much I love the intro and outro, and I really liked it, even though it was out of place. And then the first note of the second track is until the second track starts, because it is the second track. Oh, uh, I, I also wrote a single word of cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did not like the intros and outros mm-hmm. of. The first couple of songs. Um, Rolling Thunder is mentioned a lot. That's because he loves that movie. Well, I, I figured he was a Blanca fan. <laughs> oh, I thought, he, I thought he liked uh, William Devane. You know William Devane? No. He plays the president in Batman movies. One of these days, you're going you're gonna to say the whole, can, you know, X, uh, and I'm, I'm going to know it one day. Yeah, uh, and not, I, not I will today. then just drop dead. <laughs> not today. William Devane, he used to, he did some quality sitcoms. He was in Rolling Thunder. He's in a billion films, literally a billion films. He, he, he's in uh, exactly uh, five times more films than Harry Dean Stanton. I say that because I looked him up on uh, IMDb right. yesterday because he's so old. Yeah. 199 credits. It's pretty good. I mean, considering he was yeah. never young. Yeah. When you consider, I, the first thing I remember Harry Dean Stanton in is Alien. Right, and yeah. so he would have been 50? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 199 credits. That's one a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For his entire life. Uh, um, oh, yeah, the milk bottle and milk bottles and crying baby sort of sound at the end annoyed mm-hmm. me as well later. Where are we still? Dream of Man- Mickey Mantle, or we moved no, on to Good on, Morning? This isn't a Good Morning. Well, the thing, you know what happens to Good Morning that makes me raise an eyebrow and look a little bit upset at times? Mm. It starts to Hey Jude. Mm. 
Mm. You know how Hey Jude goes. Yeah. Na 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 na. Yeah. With all the the trumpets and bullshit. Yeah. It gets a bit Hey Jude at the mm. end at times, and that's unacceptable on numerous reasons. The main one being that Hey Jude is a terrible song. Oh yeah, that's what you know. It's whisper. That's true. Well, I whispered it into the mic so people yeah, could hear it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah I'm really not a fan um, of Hey Jude no. that song I I'm with until yeah. that last bit and you're like ugh yeah um, yeah so track three Hate That You Know Me with Carly Rae Jepsen indeed Tom Hanks's favourite um, I assume because he was in her music video yeah uh, so that's that's when I as I made the um, Taylor Swift links uh-huh. and everything. Um, and I just sort of, sort of went straight to 1989 and went, oh, look what he sort of co-wrote. Mm. Out of the Woods, which is possibly my favourite track off that album. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, yeah, you like that. So, well, well done to him. Um, not so well done for this track, which I think is the weakest on the album. I did put a sad face in my notes because he used auto-tune really quite horribly. Well, there is one... Yeah, there's a track coming up. Let's see, where's my notes? I've got that many notes. Track ten, mm-hmm. right at the start. There's very blatant auto tune in the sort of kind of singing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they knock it off really quickly, so it's within the first thirty <laughs> seconds. Yet. Yeah, it's within the first thirty seconds they cut that shit out. So I'm like, okay, you're forgiven, kind of. Uh-huh. But just right at the start of that track, I could hear myself. I would feel myself getting angry, just going. Oh, but yeah when they kind of abandoned it pretty quick I was like okay good let you off but um, why can't you get cherry pie ice cream sorry I just government you know I I, uh, on a Monday morning I like to wake up about quarter to five (laughs) and I and I get my TV ready uh, and I watch uh, Twin Peaks and American Gods mm-hmm. and the last uh, Orphan Black. And by the time that Half Seven comes along on a Monday morning, I've watched all my TV for the week pretty much now. <laughs> Apart from iZombie. Because mm-hmm. I love Mr. My Zombie. Oh, and Shadow Hunters. Because that's back and it's fucking awful. That's what I like about my TV. Never watched that. I'm pretty sure oh, no, you watched you the watched first, first episode uh, yeah, together. Saying, yeah. And we went, oh, that's terrible. Oh, let's never watch this again. And then I started watching it religiously because it was brilliant. Ugh, well, I, I, <clears throat> I will avoid it. Um, Don't take the money. Okay, This is the first single released 31st of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reached number nine in the US Alternative. 16 in the US Hot Rock. Hot Rock. 15 in the US Rock Airplay. Neither uh, rock, but okay, carry on. Well, no, it's not. That's this song a, is not rock. There's three charts that it appeared in. in um, um, love the chorus. I think this is very Taylor Swift as well. What? Here's a thing about this album. Mm-hmm. I think it comes up quite a lot. I think a lot of these mm-hmm. would sound better with a female vocalist. Okay. 
and I know it would never happen, but yeah, if she was to do like in like a cover album like right mm. that was the hers, this and that she'd be good. But I so said I'm not saying it's bad. I got that look there. I I am enjoying no, the album, you, but you got that look because you said I think this is all right at the beginning of the review, yeah. and then when it might be good if she actually fucking tried. No, but I'm not, I'm, <laughs> look at you, Mister Flip Flop. It is good, but Mister I think it would be better if he maybe can maybe he writes better for women, better mm-hmm. lyrics for women than he does for himself and mm-hmm. men men folk. <laughs> men folk. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just I think a female voice would just suit this entire album better. I don't know. I I like them for what it is. It's just kind of lo-fi as well, which mm. is kind of weird. Though this track, right, it has a spoken word bit in it, and I I I I just really wrote a note about that. But afterwards, <clears> just wrote this sick beat, suggesting that it sounds just like the spoken mm. word bit and shake it shake it off, which is easily the worst thing on that album. Which is why the cover version by Ryan Adams is so good because he cleverly just, you know, exercises that completely. Let's not do any of that. (laughs) (laughs) And Lord is apparently on that track. Yeah. But I cannot remember her being on. I don't know why. Isn't it uncredited or? Well, it might be uncredited, but I don't remember hearing any vocals from a woman on that track. No. Oh, if you're confused on albums to pick, I'm not suggesting pick the Lord album. I sent you a link to a Pitchfork article that basically said, on Friday past, so the 16th of June, Mm -hmm. seven albums that look like they're all going into the albums of the year all came out. And I sent you a link to all seven if you wanted to randomly listen to anything. I haven't yet. Um, Or I put it on the podcast Twitter. I put it somewhere because yeah. obviously there's. Oh that, no, it was on the uh, yeah, it was on the, the tour, but I, yeah, because I, I, I got carried away with uh, picking albums. I on the well, pages page. Here's the thing: so. for the end of this, when we get to the end of here, mm-hmm. I have a recommendation. Oh, that I listened to something else that we weren't supposed to. Li- well, not <laughs> we're not supposed to listen to it, but we weren't planned. To listen to. Shh! Don't listen to it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just looking through things. I thought, oh. and yeah, it's it's. It's pretty good, but I'll get to that. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. What are we up to? Everybody lost somebody. True story. Um. Now. Okay. Yeah. I've got the other one was weakest track, but this one I think is the lowest point on the album. And there's so I've got some about three minutes, but it's as much notes as I put. But apparently there's something at about three minute mark that just annoyed me. Well, you're weird, aren't you? You say, what, there's a track that's the weakest, but this is the lowest. That's the same bloody thing. <laughs> no, it's different. I don't know. It starts off with a sample that reminds me of the seduction of Ingmar Bergman by Sparks, which is quite nice. I'll take your word. I, 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 oh, no, I didn't make you listen to that, because yet again, it's one track and it's 67 minutes. No. But it's like, you know, because it's a... Uh, it's an hour-long radio play that they made for Swedish radio. Well done, Sparks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is absolutely amazing. It's on Apple Music. Mm. Okay. So, track six. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, here's here's another issue I've got. Let's the the track five. Everybody lost somebody. Mm-hmm. 
which and I will skip ahead to track seven, Let's Get Married. Okay. Which is it's pretty much exactly the same fucking song. Okay. You listen to the two of them, they might as well be exactly the same. They're just they're so similar and samey. It's just it's almost as if again for if, if I mean if they hadn't put um, all my heroes in the middle, uh-huh. might as well just put the two together and just made it one really long like seven minute track or something. Okay, it's just yeah. I will come back to that during final thoughts. Okay. Um, track six though. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a strange change in tone. Yes, I agree. Um, not great change, but again, yeah, it stands out. Um, <laughs> to the point where I went, "Hey, and repeat listens. This is really grooming me." <laughs> Next note, scratch that. It's annoying. Um, so yeah, I'm really up and down on uh, track six. Yeah. Um, well, my only note is uh, not a fan of the vocal delivery. Oh no, I take it back. <laughs> so you know no I'm flip flopping on that one um yeah um by the time uh, I'm ready to move on slash Mickey Mantle comes back right and I know I've skipped past goodbye well yeah goodbye because my was... only note was yeah I kind of love that oh well I my only note for that was just plain bad oh yeah didn't know why um what do you want me up to? Um, by the time uh, I'm ready to move on slash Mickey Mantle. Oh, that's, oh you've skipped a kind of quite a bit. Did I? Yeah, well, because well, that's Goodbye's track 8. Yeah. You've got 9 and 10. Uh-huh. Then 11's I'm ready to move on. Yeah, but I, uh, you know me, I said before, we don't have to write notes on every drag. Oh, oh well. Um, I'm not, I, I just, I, I, I skip them if they're all kind of, you'll mm. see on the final thoughts. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, I, for the last few tracks, I've written nothing, so that doesn't help. Oh, no, uh, but yeah, the Beatles really do feel like they've invaded on uh, uh, that one because you know you've got that it's the whole epic in minutes kind of thing. You've got like a, a brass orchestra kicking in; it's mm. more hey juding. I don't know, yeah. but and then the last track, right? Yeah. I, I wasn't a real fan of the last track. <laughs> my, but, only, my only note is shite. Oh, no, so. no, it reminds me of R. Kelly, right? But, no, it reminds me of Weird Al doing R. Kelly on <laughs> the, on his uh, Trapped at the Drive-Thru. Yeah. And that's weird. But the chorus got me back. He writes very good choruses. Yeah. See, I've got, I've got notes further, but, I mean, it's kind of applies to the album as a whole. And that a lot of this album... Sounds like it would be something you would hear played during the credits of a Pixar movie or something at the end. Mm-hmm. If you ignore the motherfucker and something. You know, <laughs> clean up the lyrics and a couple of them. Mm-hmm. But it's like not even like the first song at the end of the credits. Mm-hmm. At the start of the credits. It's like the third song in if it's really long credits. That nobody's listened to by that point. And that's yeah. what a lot of this album seems like to me. Something that would be buried on credits somewhere <gasps> that would be on a soundtrack album. Okay. Which I don't think's a compliment. <laughs> I mean, it depends. I mean, you said it was for a Pixar movie. If it was the soundtrack to the Avengers, then no, that's not a compliment, is it? Because mm. you know, who remembers that? But uh, yeah, it's just uh, uh, it's not terrible. I don't think I'll ever listen again. But if his name came, well, if 
I heard the bleachers had another one come out. I'd probably seek it out and have a listen. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's not enough here to keep me interested that much. And I say, I like it when it kind of sounded a bit more, kind of, well, mm-hmm. like something for Taylor Swift or something. Yeah, yeah. But I can just listen to Taylor Swift. I'd True. do quite a lot. I don't know. I, I found it to be uh, a balance between the simple and the complex, right? And some people may get bored because it does feel like it's repeating the same notes uh, on the two tracks you mentioned. Yeah. They do sound very similar. But he literally repeats the same notes on the first two tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean? Um, but I'm a greedy guy. And you know what's better than a cheeseburger? Twelve cheeseburgers. Yeah. And that's the point you got here. You know what I mean? There's a lot of samey stuff, but I do like a bucket of chicken every now and then. Oh, <laughs> uh, but um, I think I mean, I said he's obviously got kind the talents of writing for other people. I think he should maybe just doing other people's stuff. But it's a fun still a thing. No, I don't think so. Well, I looked up um, I looked up his thing on Wikipedia. I think fun was. Right at the start of his kind of discography of work and stuff, and so yeah, there's nothing even fun for years. So. Yeah, well, no, they were they were relatively big back in what mm. 2011. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, so I've got a recommendation. Oh, you've got a recommendation. Yes, he's um, got a recommendation. I it was an album I almost picked for us to do, but then I looked at the runtime. No, no, it's coming up. Um. That's going to be on there at some point. Mm. There's only one track released for that at the moment. It's Judas. Just very good. Brian said it was all right when I was speaking to him about it the other day. But I didn't like it. Because um, they're playing, um, Fuzzy are playing Dublin. So I was like, you going? Someone's got to. Yeah, and they're playing uh, the Tivoli. Mm-hmm. Which, as soon as I heard the rain, went, really? It's absolutely fucking garbage. It's like smaller than the palace and it's a shithole. I was like, yeah, that's... Yeah, but no one knows who Fuzzy are. Yeah. They played the tunnels, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. All oh, right, I missed that. <laughs> well, wrestling fans would turn up. Uh, that holds anyway. like 150 people. Well, I'm not. Um, I'm not recommending Fozzy. Okay, good. Um, I, I said it was an album I was going to pick for this, but it was over an hour long, and I'm like, no, I'm not picking that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, I actually listened to um, Rag and Bone Man's uh, Human. Okay. Very good. Then why didn't like, you pick it for this? Oh, because I listened to it after I picked stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, the um, the opening track, which is the title track, uh-huh. um, that was the sort of thing that first got me in. Fucking, I really liked it. It's just, it's it's not what I expected from him because you see the chap on the front cover, and you go, oh, "This is going to be garbage." It's like it's like you if you got a haircut. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> um, you were, you've had one recently. Yeah, but I'm still. Still long hair, just to tidy I'm, up a little bit. I'm really looking forward to when you're uh, bald as a coot, but it's long, so you look like a fat riffraff. It's exactly the look I'm going for. That's what I see. You grow it long at the front, right? And then I come it back and tie it behind me, and it covers up the bald spot. Oh, God, back. you can't do that. I'm just going to shave that fringe when you're asleep. <laughs> I'm never going to sleep. You know, a drip of bloody uh, monster. Set it up. <laughs> My but yeah, monster. But yeah, so I actually listened to something that was not for this podcast and enjoyed it. Well, who, who would have thought? Well, it's, it's so upsetting that the only thing that you've really ever enjoyed. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Okay, I must have it under new music or something. 
Yeah. I know I have it on my phone, oh. but I've only got one track on it. Yeah. So. Huh. Oh yeah, I've not downloaded it. They're all here. Well, I'm going to download that now because if if you're suggesting it yeah. and it's not got a wrestler in it, it's got to be quite good. I see the first track just got me in. I was like, "That's actually really fucking good." Track two is not a cover version. <laughs> Innocent man. <laughs> oh, was. He looks just I like. Oh, I, I'm gonna, I need to. He looks just like Joel. Tony K. I don't know who that is. You do know who Tony K is, you fucking liar. Who Peter K is. I don't know who Tony K is. He's the. He's uh. There was a period in the late nineties where he appeared in like League of Gentlemen, and he was in Spaced, and. Oh, you've seen Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. the fat guy in his underpants. Who is in the mech? You know what I mean. Oh, he's one of the main guys. Well, uh, he was um. Plague. In Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the 2011 yeah. Fincher remake. No, never seen it. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, my God. 19 tracks, though. I know. It's an hour and four minutes or something. Yeah, it's... Hour and five. But yeah. uh, who's yeah. counting? Well, you are, apparently. But... What did I say? You said an hour and four. No, I mean literally. I said who's counting, and you literally said how long the album was, so you were counted. I mean, it's a simple joke. It's not about pedantry. There's an album by a band called Walking on Cars. Islands Walking on Cars understand the dynamics of big music. Their songs contain enough melodic peaks, dramatic pauses, and universal emotions to reach arena rafters and the far horizons of festival fields. The five-piece claimed to argue a lot while writing, but it's striking how intuitively the spiralling riffs and mournful piano lines of their pop tessellate <laughs> with pop rock tessellate. Is that a word? T-E-S-S-E-L-A-T-E. -E. Tessellate. Uh, with stirring harmonies and tense drums as its best speeding cars and two stones everything this way uh, has a cr so they've got a song called speeding cars and they're called walking on cars so they are they walking on speeding cars that's quite a skill it is right yeah. it's like it's like it's roller like, skates that have a mind of their own it's, it's like, like wing, a Pixar movie like waiting wing, to happen wing walkers but on land Oh, that's the sort of thing I hate. Yeah. Snow patroller creeping through your house, <laughs> stealing your chocolates out of your mouth. Oh, <laughs> I was enjoying that. <laughs> I know, I know they said they were Irish, but he sounds really Irish but when he's, he's singing. He's Irish with quite a lot of cotton wool in his mouth. Hey, yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. Uh. I, I, I don't think about that last week. Um, Ryan commented on a video on Facebook somewhere. Um, Facebook. Facebook. But it note, was, to, note to self of religious communities. It was, um, Facebook. 
it was a video entitled um, Our Lady Appears at Knock at like 2pm or something. Mm. And it was some fucking Irish gypsy type lad okay. um, said he had a vision that um, again, the Virgin Mary was going to appear at this place called Knock okay. at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And they're all gathered around and it was a video of it. And the clouds sort of parted and there was sunshine. And it was just all these Irish people talking exactly like how you'd expect like Mrs. Doyle from Father Ted. Like, oh, but Jesus, look at work. The Mary's coming down. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was, it was um, just, you said Irish people, it just reminded me of that. And I must say, it was possibly one of the most hilarious videos I've watched in a while. And it was just, I, not much happens in it. It's all just them convinced that, again, Virgin Mary's coming down when there's nothing in the sky because they're videoing it. Yeah. There's nothing there. But it's just <laughs> the people in the background and they're just, reaction just the most irish people you've ever heard in your life just going oh jesus mary and joseph she's coming down she's coming down oh and it was just i just can't remember like going back not caring what's in the video because there was nothing in the video yeah. but just these voices it was oh it was funny <laughs> no so just again, me laughing at irish people's accents i don't know i like the idea that they say you know oh she touched me oh she touched me and then the person turns to ashes even though you didn't see it, oh. <laughs> oh, she's coming down. She's got a gun. <laughs> run. She's Everybody got... run. Oh, the Virgin Mary's back and she's angry. <laughs> oh. Jesus. She's realised that the meek will only inherit the earth with firepower. <laughs> oh. <sighs> it's, that, it's that assault rifle that also looks a bit like a Tommy gun. it was in uh, I've I've seen it in other stuff but it was in uh, Twin Peaks last week the the guy who keeps smiling at Richard Horn while Balthazar Getty does his six minute speech of randomness Mm -hmm. Uh, I never noticed what gun he was on yeah it's it's got a massive like a Tommy gun cartridge at the bottom Mm. Um, it just looks super cool if you like cool guns and I do yeah because guns are cool guns are cool Guns don't kill people, bullets kill people. <laughs> what was that? The people don't kill people. No. Guns don't kill people, rappers do? No, guns <laughs> don't kill people. People kill people with guns. What was that <laughs> from? Isn't that Richard Herring again? Oh, I need to know. Guns don't kill people, rappers do. Sound of the police. Whoop, whoop, whoop. No? Not a fan of Goldie looking chain back in the day. Oh, it's a Jean Lejoie. Oh, yeah. I can, yeah. <laughs> I kill people with guns. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, <sighs> what's his real name again? No, I didn't know. I thought that was his real name. Of course not. It's Bloody Taco from the league. Yeah, but that's, that's Jean Lejoie. No, no, yeah, but what's his, okay, what's his fake name? Oh, it was, well, Taco from Elite, but... No, in those videos, he's not called the same thing in both. It's five minutes long. I don't want to watch a whole lot. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> Did you miss me? Oh, yeah. No, it's just... Uh, 
Don't worry. Maybe it's the same, babe. I just assumed that he's... I don't know. I've mixed it up. I mixed that in up all off. Forgot that. He's a funny motherfucker. Oh, he's all right. He's fine. (laughs) He was the best part of the league, and then the league, you know, got lame. I've watched that far too much. I know. Should never have introduced you to the league because you became a dick. Might have to go back and watch it again. The last one I saw that was good was the Chode juggling episode, where the daughter keeps drawing pictures of chodes being juggled, possibly in a pop-up book. Yeah. And the teacher is uh, June Day and Raphael. Because at the end, she says something to the effect of, I used to work at a mental institution and it was easier than this. All right, yeah, great, yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I think I might have to do a rewatch. That and Parks and Rec. I haven't watched Parks and Rec for a while. Oh, that was the, that's what it is. It was the, it was the Dirty Randy episode with, uh, with uh, Seth Rogen, where she's giving him electric shock and just laughing. Yeah. And one of the characters is imaginary. Her best work. <laughs> I don't. Well, I've never watched uh, Grace and Frankie, which is loved. Oh, I've heard that. She's and she's in, in every episode. Mm. Did pop up my thing on Netflix. Going, hey, you should watch this. Mm-hmm. It's a Grace and Frankie in a picture of a very spiky dildo. Spiky. Yeah, spiky. Pink. Mm. Oh, rubber spikes. Not <laughs> things. But not something I'd pop up in the flu if I had one. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I just, the way you sold it, I just thought secretly Grace and Frankie was like hostile. <laughs> like, oh no, they kill people with spiky rubber dildos. Halloween episode. Oh. He, she carved his eye out with a dildo. <laughs> oh. we've, put, we've surgically put a key in your womb and you have to drag it out with this dildo or something. I'd be like Saw, obviously not yeah, hostile, but um, indeed. yeah, I just where my mind went. To Saw, well done. That's because you can't wait till October when the new one comes oh, out. I have never seen a Saw movie. I read the the script. Well I, done. I remember cause it was um, Donna Thief Benzie. Hey, Donna Benzie, um, yeah. She was insisting that I watch Saw, mm-hmm. and then she gave me a shot. Could you watch that? And I went a full report on that when you get back to work next time. And so she came back and asked me all these questions about Saul, which at the time I managed to answer. Mm-hmm. And it's because I went, well, I didn't watch it. I went to simplyscripts.com and read the script because I refused to watch it. Because it's not my cup of tea. Because you're squeamish about fuck, yeah. everything. Yep. Yeah, it's gross. You had to pause Twin Peaks when that kid got killed. Actually, no, I was at, at work and I watched that on my iPad and I was very close to the screen. And I was very good and did not take my eyes away. Um, and then I was like, oh my god, it's horrific. Well, because uh, uh, a lot of people online were made fun of it for looking so stupid. And I'm like, you are insane. That, no, wait, that looked, that was, yeah. they kill a child. <laughs> <laughs> There's no special effects there, they just run a child thing. Yeah. Although, here's one of the issues I have with that episode. Mm-hmm. What game were that mother and child playing? Because, like, when they're, he's just sort of sitting there, and they're doing the whole thing of, Kids running ten feet and then stops, and then the mother runs up yeah, and, and grabs, grabs it. it. It's not like it's chasing it or something. It's it just seemed like a really stupid game, and I know that's a stupid thing to focus well, on. It but is because like, in that ten seconds, you know exactly what that game well, is. Well, I mean, that's it's. Oh, 
even before that kid turns up, I think it's a good minute or maybe two minutes before that, mm-hmm. I am watching this thing going, someone's about to die. Mm-hmm. But And I also was getting the feeling that someone was going to die but or something was going to jump out at any sec, maybe more than two minutes before that. I'd say... Dirty old hobo from Mulholland Drive. It's just, at any point, something was going to jump at the screen and I'm sitting there watching it going, what the fuck's happening? And then they introduced the kid and I'm like, oh my God, he's going to kill the kid or the mother or both. They're both going to die. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to other sort of scenes. And I was like, no, someone's going to jump up here. The kid and that, there was nothing important. They were red herrings. Yeah, yeah. And they cut back and it was a truck and it was like, oh no, they're going to kill it because it, I can see a blind spot here. Oh, he's, he's going quite fast. He's going quite fast on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. Oh. But who feels more guilty, right? The mother who basically pushes that child into traffic. Right? Or <clears> the, uh, the lorry driver... Who was parked? He's like, come he's on, like, yeah, on, on you go. I'm yeah, parked. He should be checking his mirrors. I he think really should. Yeah. He's, he's to blame. Well, I'd say the mother pushed the child into traffic. He he was like, on you go. It's fine. Yeah. And yeah. then he barrels along on the wrong side of the road. So who's to blame? All of them. Yeah. Especially the child for not looking both ways. Mm. I do like how uh, uh, Richard knocks him down, right? Yeah. And is then like. Uh, uh, I told you to get out of the way. You know, it's a dead kid. I told you to get out of the way! It's not like the kid's last words were like, yeah, he did. But, yeah, he did, actually. Yeah. So. He, did, he did half a second before he hit me. Yeah. Oh. Do I have egg on my face? Oh, you did. But at least I don't have to live with the guilt. Bye! <laughs> oh, my mother broke my neck when she picked me up. Probably. Oh, bye, I'm bye. glad that he's made every. Uh, I'm glad that David Lynch and Balthazar Getty have made up though. Yeah, I don't know. Balthazar Getty was one of the leads in Lost Highway. He was the magician man who 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 has a problem with his liver. Okay. You know the one? It was like a six minute scene, and he's like, "Do you like the King and I?" Oh yeah. And Richard's like, "What?" And he's like. I said I like it. That whole scene. The guy the guy who looks like a deflated Henry Rollins. Yeah. Right? Obviously, they had a falling out in the 90s because uh, Balthazar Getty, get this, is a really, really rich man. Like he's a, He was a rich kid who wanted to be an actor, so became an actor because he was a rich kid. Um, and then because he was like a talentless Justin Bieber... <laughs> Um, you know, um, uh, uh, didn't really get much work. I mean, if you look, he's been acting for 25 years, 30 years. No, something. But anyway, you look at his credit, he's got like 40 credits to his name. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, well, I mean, he's not a terrible actor though, right? And it's nice to see him back, but he used Mm -hmm. to do impersonations of like David Lynch and make fun of him. I was like, you can't make fun of David Lynch, motherfucker. You're literally nobody. Yeah. Uh, but as I say, all he was was the other guy in Lost Highway. I know I've never made you watch that yet. No. But. Is it on the to do list? It's always in the to do list. Because it's already, he's already said it's set in the world of Twin Peaks. Why wasn't that in my prep? Because oh. it isn't, it, it's set in the world of Twin Peaks, but you don't want to confuse the rules. 
You know what I mean? It's about psychogenic fugue, which is a very complicated uh, concept that really doesn't feel like it has anything to do with dreaming. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to have to wrap up because I desperately need to piss. Cool. <laughs> Not the ideal ending to wrap up. What are we doing I'm, next? I'm going to burst. Um, oh, it's that thing from Twin Peaks. Speaking of Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, the, no- um, the noisy band. Hostel? Uniform. Uniform. Wake in Fright. Which features a song called Hostile. <laughs> yes. Um, well, maybe it's not even called that. Is it called Habit? No, it's called Hostile. It doesn't matter. That's what we're doing next. Yes, and it's it's intense. Yeah, but it's not, but it, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, it's... Yeah. One thing I did like, well, mm-hmm. I like is that it's very clear which side can... Side of violence, well, can... Thing is, they they're very clear on that just with how it's labelled out and things. Mm. Good for them. I, I like that. Hooray! Cool. Right. Yeah. I think Next I'm, time. I'm this. We're gonna piss myself. Oh. Bye. Bye. Bye.